Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. This is Zach. Hey. Big week for Ohio State. C.J. Stroud finally didn't struggle too much. Okay. Ohio State 77, Toledo 21. <laughs> um, Ohio State gave up some big plays against, I honestly think, a really talented quarterback. Watching him the way he moves around the pocket and throws on the run. He's a talented quarterback. I think he needs to get the heck out of Toledo and go to a Power 5 school. But um, they gave up a big player, too. Um, they were missing a few DBs, but that's no excuse. Um, some some issues that they need to fix against an inferior opponent, but I, these are the times to learn what you need to fix. So not, not anything I'm too worried about. Stroud looked as advertised with five incompletions and five touchdowns. Marvin Harrison has continued to be the best wide receiver in the country. Um, I really like the Buckeyes moving forward, an explosive offense, and an aggressive defense that both have room for improvement, and that's where you want to be right now. Do you like Harrison better than Agbuka? No, but I don't like You said he's the best in the country. They're the the three best wide receivers in the country. No wide receiver is better than JSN, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Emeka Agbuka. Okay. Just kidding, kind of. Um, yeah, I really like moving forward. They've got lots of improve, lots of room for improvement still, though, and that's really where you want to be at this point. Look like a really good team, but still have things you can work on. Um, I love seeing former five-star wide receiver Julian Fleming, who's really struggled with a lot of injuries throughout his career, get involved and uh, have two touchdowns. I mean, he looked good. Uh, one of the touchdowns Stroud did say that was not intended for him. It was, like, along the sideline, and... It was like three guys lined up along the sideline of the end, the side of the end zone, and you could tell it wasn't going to the first guy. I don't know who it was, but then I think it was Ibuka like or maybe Marvin Harrison coming across the back of the end zone, and Julian Fleming was in the middle just waiting there, and Julian Fleming just Stroud put it only where um, Julian Fleming or whoever the wide receiver was in the back could get it, and I think that either of them would have scored a touchdown if. Um, Julian Fleming didn't grab it, and it would have been a great touchdown either way. Um, Ohio State had three 100-yard wide receivers, and zero of them were Jackson Smith and Jigba. Pretty crazy. Um, Toledo had the number two scoring defense in the country going into the game, giving up five points a game. Granted, it was against UMass and some FCS school, um, but after OSU put up 77 on them, they now rank 88th in the country in points per game. Um Ohio State has set, had 763 yards against Toledo. Iowa has 653 total yards on the season <laughs> through three games. That's awesome. Um, Good stat. Super Marv, Marvin Harrison Jr., I like mm-hmm. to call him Super Marv. Some other Ohio State faithfuls like to call him Super <laughs> Marv, too. Um, he's just a freak. Um, has four receptions of 40 yards or more so far this season, leading the nation. Um, which is the na- the same number that Chris Olave had all of last season and one more than Garrett Wilson had all of last season. He's halfway to Jackson Smith and Jigba's season total through three games of eight. eight his total right. on the season. Marvin Harrison has four through three games. So he's halfway there. Um, Denzel Burke has struggled. Hopefully he can get back to what he was last year in a shutdown corner, but he just does not look the same. Um, I don't know if he's just in his own head or like he's there to make plays and then sometimes it's just just little stupid mistakes and I don't know. Mm. I think he can get it together though. I'm not really worried about Wisconsin with him, but yeah. Uh, My takeaway was that Ohio State gave up 21 to a Mac quarterback. Before you say Daquan Finn is good, he threw for a whole 
18 touchdowns all of last season and is averaging fewer yards per attempt, yards per game, and has a QBR of 11 points less uh, than last season. And he already matched his interception total from last season. I mean, there's only two interceptions, but I thought it was interesting. I think I do actually think he's good. Okay. Like he, he made some incredible plays. That Sometimes it's like him, like he's who getting, the defense you're playing against is, you know. Mm. But he, to be fair, he does look better than every quarterback Michigan has faced so far this year. By but far. labeling him actually good seems like a stretch to be. He's a he's a good Mac quarterback. He might be the best quarterback in the Mac. Okay. I don't know what other it's quarterbacks the Mac. Have, but. I don't know. Uh, I'm mostly just giving you crap. Yeah. Uh, after the first drive, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. But then... Yeah, I wasn't worried about it. Michigan 59, UConn 0. There wasn't really much to take away from this game except Cade McNamara getting hurt, which will only really matter if... I missed that. Yeah, he came in for two plays and got hurt. (laughs) They said he'll be out a few weeks, and then uh, a few days ago Harbaugh said he wasn't sure. Weird how long he'll be out, but uh, it'll only really matter if J.J. McCarthy now gets hurt. But one sequence that was just hilarious was in the first half. Michigan blocked a punt and then scored, and then UConn was about to punt again, and Michigan returned it for a touchdown, and they showed Jim Mora looking like he just made a huge mistake by taking the job. (laughs) He looked miserable. A few good stats from this game. None are as good as your Iowa stat. (laughs) But UConn quarterback Zion Turner threw 16 times for 17 yards, getting just over a yard per attempt. I could do better than that. I know. It it was hilarious to see. He was 4 for 16. Uh, UConn got six first downs, while Michigan had seven different quarterbacks complete a pass. Why? Blake Corum. Huh? Why? Why what? Why do they have seven different quarterbacks to really pass? Well, because Cade came in, got hurt, so then they started cycling through the walk-ons and freshmen, basically, and Alan Bowman <clears throat> from Texas Tech. Blake Corum had five rushing touchdowns in this game, which is the first time since November 27th, 2021, when Hassan Haskins ran for five touchdowns against Ohio State. He had 71 rush yards. That's like the weirdest part of it. That's because J.J. McCarthy had three different passes down to the one-yard line. Wow. And then Coram ran it in. So Next play. Couldn't get the job done. I guess so. Last thing. On a day where Josh Gaddis' offense scored nine points for Miami with no touchdowns, Miami fans, yeah, Miami fans were calling for his head. Michigan's game plan made me think of speed and space, yeah. which, like, <laughs> was just funny to me. I'm not yeah. saying Josh Gaddis sucks. Uh, I'm not comparing AM to UConn. But uh, they just I mean, kept throwing it short to good matchups or run plays that seemed like they were trying to get speed in space. Which is like Josh Gaddis kept talking about speed in space and then his one good offensive year was like Harbaugh's offense. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. But Gaddis put up nine points and uh, everyone hates him. Yeah, That's all. I mean, AM does have a talented defense. To be fair. That's that's fine. Nine points isn't good yeah. uh, against anybody. Well. You have anything to add about the Michigan game? Nine points is good when it was what? Um, was it LSU or Alabama won in that Nine game? six. Nine six, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was good. It was just better than <laughs> six. Do uh, you have any thoughts on the Michigan game? 
No. Fair. Uh, a couple of viewer questions. Penn State just destroyed Auburn at Auburn. Zach, is Penn State legit? Um, I don't know. Auburn's not good. They looked really good. Are, is Penn State better than last year? Heck yeah. Is Do they have a couple really good running backs? Yeah. Are they going to beat Ohio State? Mm, probably not. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I Auburn is on par with Nebraska for me, so yeah. I don't know. They well, also I mean, they struggled with Purdue, who isn't looking good. Yeah. Despite me picking them to win the West, I've changed since. Yeah. Uh, maybe Penn State Sometimes. is legit, but while they've played two Power Five teams, uh, it already seems more like a technicality than anything else. It doesn't look like they played two Power Five teams, not because of what Penn State did to them, but because of what those two teams have done outside of that game also. Yeah. Uh, well, Auburn was undefeated going into that game, but they, they didn't play any. They don't, they're not good. They yeah. struggled yeah. in their wins even. Uh, from at Hez Trevino on Instagram, has MSU secondary gotten worse or is Penix an undercover Heisman quarterback? Um, I think <clears throat> that it's a stupid question. <laughs> it's a valid question. But it's stupid because it's no and it's no to both those because MSU's secondary could cannot get worse than last year. Could it be just as bad? Maybe. We'll see. But could it get I worse mean, they, than last year? I mean, they do year? have some injuries, so it, it could be. I don't know. They, they haven't really played. Like, Penix is pretty good. Uh, he's, not, he's not a Heisman candidate, but they made him look like one. Yeah. So, but it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like, how about this? I think it's a great question because it's not a yes or no. You have to think about it, Zach. I don't have to think about it. The uh, answer is no to both. Yeah, I feel like neither. Uh, but their secondary stayed exactly the same, and it's just still terrible. Uh, yeah. Penix torched Michigan State for sure and has them furiously itching, scratching uh, their heads. But don't worry, because Mel Tucker specializes in coaching DBs. What? He's a horseshit coach, apparently. That's, <laughs> that's the quote, right? According to himself. Yeah. Surely $95 million over 10 years wasn't only because they won one game twice. I don't know. We'll Probably see. was. I have a question for you. Okay. Which is more baffling? The Iowa not going to the portal and getting a quarterback, or Michigan State not going into the portal to get defensive backs? <clears throat> I think the answer is Tom Izzo not taking any transfers out of the portal <laughs> when they have like seven scholarship players moving yeah. into this year. Really, I like. I wonder if Mel Tucker was like, I can coach him up, and then like he just yeah. can't. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I, uh, but I would say Iowa because that's, yeah, that's definitely uh, baffling. also baffling. Is Kirk Ferentz defending <laughs> their quarterback? <laughs> After a couple of games. What are, they scored 27 this week. That's great. Yeah, uh, against Nevada. Yeah. Picks updates. You I, you did I a smashed, little better than me. I smashed the under on that Iowa-Nevada game. It was like 56 or something. That's like, absurd. Uh, I was wrong picking Nevada to win, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I went 10-3. and three, You went 11-2. and two, But game of the week, I got the extra point. I was closer on the spread. Thanks to Michigan State trying to get defeated with dignity yep. instead of getting blown out, and they put up some meaningless points late in the game. Not meaningless because it gave me an extra point in this little exercise. Yeah, yeah. so thank you, Mel Tucker, for trying to make it look more respectable than it was. Mm -hmm. uh, Big Ten takeaways, do you have any? Um, 
my thing is I'm excited to see Minnesota play against Michigan State. They're the first, I mean, I don't even know if you could say legit, but they're the first opponent that is on their schedule with that they play that is a team. <laughs> is Michigan State. So it'll be interesting to see how they fare against them, to see if they, like, they they were my favorite coming into the season to win the West, and they looked the part so far. I think this will be a good test to see if it's still the case. Yeah. If it's actually the case. Uh, Michigan State had 220 yards of offense before Washington went full prevent in the fourth quarter, up 39-14. to 14. Then Michigan State put up 145 yards on their last two meaningless drives of the game to try yet again to add some dignity to their defeat. Uh, coming up, you mentioned Michigan State has Minnesota, then they're at Maryland, who likes to pass, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and at Michigan. So those five teams make up the top five in the conference for passing efficiency wow. so far this year. There is a real chance wow. that Michigan State comes out on the other side of that stretch, sitting at two and six, Ending the year at Penn State. So they might be playing Penn State for bowl eligibility. Oof. Uh, that's fun for me. Rapid fire turd pile picks coming out of the Michigan State secondary. I think Michigan State will beat Michigan again. Okay. Maybe. Chattanooga at Illinois. 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 Central Michigan at Penn State. Penn, Penn State. State. Indiana at Cincinnati. 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 Ah. Iowa at Rutgers. Rutgers. Three to two, Iowa. Nice. Rutgers. Come on, Ference. <laughs> Miami of Ohio at Northwestern. Northwestern is sitting in first place of the Big Ten West at one and two <laughs> overall because of Scott Frost. So that's a great Big Ten West stat. Yeah. Uh, I got Northwestern. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope they bounce back. It's Miami of Ohio, but is Miami Ohio – Worse than whoever just beat Northwestern last week. <laughs> That's fair. Probably not. But I still went with Northwestern here. Yeah. Uh, Florida Atlantic at Purdue. 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 Dang. That's why it's the turd pile. There's one disagreement there. Uh, varsity games. <clears throat> Minnesota at Michigan State. Minnesota. Minnesota. Wisconsin at Ohio State. Yeah. Um, Ohio State. Someone said in the group chat, which I didn't fact check this, that... Wisconsin will be without three DBs, it might be a nightmare. I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah. Even if Wisconsin was able to limit Ohio State, not because of Ohio State's defense entirely, I don't think Wisconsin would move the ball. I don't know. I'm just not a believer in Grilling out Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. He's, mm, he's, he's than no Quinn. Hassan Haskins. <laughs> he's better than Hassan Haskins. Okay. If that's true... He's You're going to have a long weekend. He's better than Haskins. <laughs> I hope that he's better than Hassan Haskins, and I hope that he shows that he's better than Hassan Haskins on Saturday. Yeah, I got Ohio State. Uh, I just don't think Paul Christ is a good coach, and I don't think Wisconsin's a good team. Yeah. Uh, Maryland at Michigan. Some people are saying it's Michigan's first test because it's the first Power 5 school. I think it's technically a Power 5 school. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I hear this every single year that Maryland is going to give Michigan a test, and they never, ever do. They will this year. I'm just gonna, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Talia is going to throw three interceptions. Yeah, at least. I think J.J. McCarthy is going to throw four touchdowns. Mm, maybe. We'll see. He's gonna, Blake Corm's going to run all, run all of them in again. Hey, I'd be fine with that too. Game of the week, Florida at Tennessee. 
we both said that we liked Anthony Richardson from Florida, yeah. who is now at zero touchdowns and four interceptions through three games. Yep. Uh, I think Tennessee rolls. I'm going to say Tennessee 42, Florida 28. Um, since Hennon Hooker was named the starter, he has thrown for 42 touchdowns and two interceptions. Mm. I think he is legit. And Richardson, like you said, is not as good as everyone thought after week one. I think the Volunteers get it done at home 38-24, and I'll be at the game. Do you think that Joe Milton gets some playing time? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Things no one is talking about. Kent State ran 39 times for 3.8 yards per carry. Portland State ran 31 times for 2.6 yards per carry against Washington. Wow. Michigan State ran 29 times for 1.4 yards per carry. Kenneth Yikes. Walker's not there. Yeah. Uh, you have you have one? Yeah. So the Purdue Syracuse game was absolutely bonkers in the fourth quarter. The score was nine to six heading into the fourth quarter. Nine to six. Yeah. That, that score up again. That's ironic. Um, it ended with a with a last second touchdown by Syracuse to win thirty two twenty nine. That's a lot of points in one quarter. You could check. It might be the most ever. Not really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Um, that is not the part no one is talking about. Everybody, a lot of people were talking about that game. It was fun. With 51 seconds left, following a Purdue touchdown to take the lead, they had two 15-yard penalties resulting in them kicking off from their own 10-yard line. Purdue just proceeded then to kick it deep, and Syracuse returned it to the 50-yard line. I, in that moment, was thinking, shouldn't they just kick it straight out of bounds so then Syracuse would get the ball at their own 35 but then I, I went and looked up. I checked. It's The penalty is you get 30 yards from where it's kicked. So Purdue made the right decision because mm. Syracuse would have got the ball at Purdue's 40 if they would just kicked out of the bounds. Then Syracuse scored a touchdown with seven seconds left. They're kicking the ball off because Purdue had two more 15-yard penalties <laughs> from Purdue's 35-yard line. It was both kickoffs were one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in football. I just, the that unraveling... The dude who scored the touchdown for Purdue is the one who got the <laughs> taunting or whatever. And then I don't I don't know if it was uh, Brom or the special teams coach. Yeah. Because I've heard both things, but it doesn't matter for your player to lose his composure like that, and then a coach to do it. Oh my gosh! So Syracuse, what are you doing? Proceeded to kick off from Purdue's thirty-five yard yep. line, just into the stands as far as they could kick it for a touchback giving Purdue the ball at the 25-yard line. Here I am thinking, why wouldn't you kick an onside kick? Because it's got to go 10 yards, so at the most, Purdue has the ball at where? The 25-yard line. And you have a chance to recover the ball, end the game, and if they, even if they, like, an onside kick could run some time off the clock. There's seven seconds left. I just don't understand. It seems like a no-brainer to me to just kick the onside kick there, and they kicked it. Almost out of the stadium yeah. if it wasn't a dome. See, I feel like instead of an onside kick, they should have done like a a squib onside. Basically, the from the movie The Waterboy, when the, at the end of the movie they're doing an onside kick, and he sees a guy that like he pisses his pants or something, and he's like, that's the guy. Yeah. Should have just kicked it as hard as he could yeah. toward one player in the front of the line. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's a good strategy. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Uh... Yeah. That would have been better than just being like, here, you can have the ball at 25 and nothing's going to happen here. Like, yeah. why not take advantage of being there? Like, I don't know, it just seemed kind of silly to me. No, I agree. 
I was also surprised by one lateral on Purdue's last play. Yeah, it was, was it. it was partly because all of a sudden Syracuse just swarmed that dude. He he hesitated on the first lateral, and then he just yeah. was, couldn't get, throw the ball. He couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, he panicked. Yeah. Uh, tweet of the week. Um, the tweet of, My tweet of the week is from the Ohio podcast at the Ohio pod. Um, maybe we could have them on our podcast sometime. Sure. Um, I can't find anywhere in Ohio State history where the Buckeyes scored five rushing touchdowns in one game by five different runners. That was until this past Sunday. So cool. Blake Corm had five rushing touchdowns. Ohio State had five rushing touchdowns by five different guys. I feel like that's more impressive and pretty sweet. Michigan played a harder team, but go ahead. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not. No, they did not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, mine, <clears throat> I apologize if anyone watching this is offended by some language. But this is too good to not use from Unnecessary Roughness, an actual quote from Mel Tucker. You already said it. The <laughs> resume is on the tape. Right now, I'm a horse shit football coach. Yep. Mel Tucker, I said this last year. Mel Tucker is Michigan State's Brady Hoke. I said it last year. I still firmly believe it. Kenneth Walker was Mel Tucker's Denard Robinson, who single-handedly won Michigan some games in Hoke's first year. To uh, they won a BCS bowl. Oh, that sounds familiar. Last, like, BCS bowl. Last, yeah, big bowl that they won. Yeah, and it didn't matter at all. But so you might uh, say he's the most successful coach they've had in recent history. I would not say that. Uh, but I'm glad Mel Tucker bought uh, a mirror after Kenneth Walker left. So he can see what he actually is. And I'm glad that Brady Hoke didn't have a fully guaranteed 95 million 10-year contract. Uh, it's just so good. It's hilarious that MSU fans said Harbaugh was overpaid. Who got paid less than this? Whatever. Uh, enjoy him while you can, state fans. It seems like you might be forced to, regardless of what happens. Best case scenario. So... My football knowledge tells me they don't have a shot against Michigan this year. But I just have this feeling that Michigan State's going to beat Michigan again. It's going to be hilarious. I mentioned this to you in a text that w- with Mark D'Antonio, if they lost a game like they lost on Saturday, it seemed like they would bunker down and focus on the Michigan game. I wonder what Mel Tucker's going to do. I also wonder if we're going to be able to tell whether he was prepping for these teams coming up or Michigan because his secondary is so terrible. We might not be able to tell a difference. If Michigan State avoids a bowl game this year. I wonder how quick that quote becomes his John L. Smith self-slap moment. (laughs) And MSU fans just hate him, but they're stuck with him because he has a fully guaranteed $95 million contract over 10 years. I don't know who this man's uh, uh, agent is, but he's better than Kirk Ferentz's. (laughs) He has an amazing agent. With that, we'll see you next week. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes.